Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678 or visit Hupe.com. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. Well, joining us again this week from Wisconsin Rapids is Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, welcome back from Oklahoma. You had some interesting travel there, didn't you? <laughs> we we hit the weather uh on the way down. It was the, it was that first winter system that was uh, headed towards Wisconsin. We we touched the very beginning of that back uh back down in like Kansas where it was coming up from that southwest region and uh we just touched the nose of it as it was starting to uh wreak havoc and then um we were in Oklahoma for the week and then on the way home we were trying to get behind the system that came in later in the week that that same week and uh what we normally take is a trip up through Kansas straight through Missouri into Iowa and then back over to Wisconsin through Iowa and that wasn't going to happen there were interstates shut down and and uh they had tow bans and all kinds of different things so we decided to drive all the way uh east through uh, Missouri, and then come up straight through Illinois. And, uh, that I think was better, but, uh, still ran into blowing snow and, and, uh, some icy conditions. So it wasn't quite as fast as we anticipated getting home, but we made it. We made but, it safely. But you made it. That's the important thing. Yeah. And for folks who don't know, maybe new listeners, you are the tournament director for a number of open water um, fishing competitions that start in the spring and run through the open water season. And that's what you were doing out there is getting ready for that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm the tournament director, uh, one of the tournament directors for Federation Anglers. So I, I'm the tournament director for the Masters Walleye Circuit, the National Walleye Tour, the Sturgeon Bay Open Bass Tournament, the uh, National Team Championship. And so all of those events are kind of under this umbrella of Federation Angler. Our headquarters is in Oklahoma, so we've got trailers down there we work on, work out of the office to make sure that our programs are running correctly. Uh, so yeah, it ends up being, you know, it's it's a full week's worth of work. We could probably even be down there for two weeks, but uh, we get on there every January, and Dan, most of the time I look forward to it because it's warmer down there. Yeah, it, it, it was like a high of six one day. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was cold for them. They they They're in a part of the country where uh, you know, they don't, they, their R factor insulation in their houses isn't the same. It was, it was kind of interesting to just hear what they all had to say about it being that cold. Yeah. Did you take them ice fishing while you were there? <laughs> oh, we almost could have. It got a little warmer in the middle of the week, kind of, uh, uh, taking away the, the ice that was on, on a good portion of the lakes. And, um, you know, people do not get on the ice out there. So. It might be a few more years before I get a, get to convince them of that. Yeah, I know you've tempted uh, them before, or you've been tempted to try to do that. Well, speaking of ice fishing, I understand you're going to be trying out for the USA Ice Team, which is the Olympics of ice fishing. You were on that team three times in, gosh, in the last decade, weren't you? 
Yeah, yeah. So 2012, 2013, and 2016 uh, were my three stints on the uh, on the team, and the World Championship is coming to Michigan in 2025, and uh, they're they're holding tryouts for the team across uh, the Upper Midwest, and I'm going to jump into one of the tryouts and and uh, see if I can't try to make uh, four for four on the team and and um, and represent the U.S. Here in the United States, of course, giving us the the best chance to win a, a gold medal or a medal for that matter. And um, uh, I'm just I'm, I was it's been an honor to be a part of the team before. It'll be a great opportunity to fish alongside some newcomers. I've seen some new guys that want to get involved in this. And uh, whether I get my butt handed to me or not, it'll just be fun to be a part of that world again. Yeah, well, I'm rooting for you, as I'm sure a lot of your friends are. Um, will this conflict with anything you're doing with the open water tournaments? There, there is a, there is the possibility that uh, during the Masters Walleye Circuit event in Spring Valley it is the same time frame uh, of the national championship, the the final qualifier to make the team. Um, but I have already been given um, the go ahead that should I make that that final qualifier um that i would be excused from running the tournament for a day to be able to go up there and uh and compete uh, my boss robert cartledge who's the president of the walleye federation and he he understands the significance of something like this um he's been proud of what i have achieved before uh not only as an employee but uh he knows what i've uh, attained in, in the fishing world before and he he knows that these opportunities only come so often, and and as I get older, maybe they don't come too much more often, Dan. So it's a it's a young man's game at times, especially when you got to be that physical on the ice. So he's yeah. given me that opportunity. So yeah, we'll, well, wonderful. That's great that he supports you. I know he does, and he appreciates what that kind of um, notoriety can bring to any fishing. Uh, activity or any part of the fishing business. And of course, you're very prominent in that world in the tournament circuit. So, well, let's hope everything works out. And uh, you have a, a qualifier coming up soon, right? Yeah, uh, next weekend. So Ooh. I'll be able to report about it uh, in a couple weeks here. All right. Well, great. Well, gosh, I have been just dealing with snow here, as most people have in Wisconsin. And uh, battling, and there's nothing you can do about it, but battling the lack of sunshine. But we've had enough now the last uh, few days off and on, and I have a good battery charger, so I kept the batteries in my solar system going. The freezers are still running, and we're looking good right now. And did have some trouble getting a snowmob- a snow blower going, so we're moving snow manually, which is good exercise, but uh, I've got to get that up and running before the next dump, if we have another one. And uh, I'll be involved yeah, in it. Moving snow manly gets, manually gets just a little bit harder in your 70s, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> but I've got help. I've got a guy in his 40s, yeah. uh, and we've got oh, yeah, two of these big uh, pushing, um, I don't know what you call them, snow pushers, I guess. it's. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, they're like a, they are, Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they are super that, and you dump it on the sled and uh, tow it. You know, off the path of uh, the vehicles and get it out in the yard or down in a culvert uh, where it can get, you know, not do any harm. Uh, we're talking, they're looking at rain next week. So I got to get this snow moved before that happens. 
Yeah. But this weekend, this Saturday, and for most listeners, that's today, I'm going to be at the 13th Annual Randy and Janine Memorial Fishery to benefit Abate, Wisconsin. It's at Knuckleheads Bar and Grill on Little Cedar Lake. Fishing is optional, but you'll need a ticket to fish, and you can buy them there. If they haven't sold them out, they limit it to 1,500 anglers. And you can get tickets right there at Knuckleheads. Proceeds go to raising motorcycle awareness. And this event has raised thousands of dollars for Abate, and that's the Motorcyclist Rights, Safety, and Education Experts. And I know you're familiar with that group as uh, an avid biker yourself. Yes, I am. Uh, They do some great work. They do. So I will be there from roughly noon to 5, and you can come on out. There's a cash raffle, a meat raffle, and it's also free fishing weekend, so no license is required there or anywhere in the state if you want to fish. And the Milwaukee Boat Show is also going on this weekend, and then it it's off for two days and then back on January 24th through the 28th at State Fair Park. We have some tickets left to give away, and uh, for the second Weekend of the show, if you want to go to enter the drawing, call 414-297-7554 or email dsoradio at gmail.com. Leave your name and number and and, uh, email address and mention Boat Show Tickets. Again, 414-297-7554 or dsoradio at gmail.com. We'll notify you by phone or email, and your tickets will be held at the will call desk at the west entrance, which is the only entrance to the boat show. Speaking of shows, the Milwaukee Sports Show is coming up in March. And at this year's sports show, there's a first-ever event the night before. I've talked about it already. I'll be mentioning it again in the weeks to come. Wednesday night, the 6th, right there at the venue at State Fair Park, a fundraiser for the Outdoor Heritage Education Center. They do two great events for kids every spring, and they're going to roast me, so it'll be... A fun chance to put a target on my chest. Nobody, nobody's called me yet for that, Dan. I feel like I could put a script together for that. Um, well, <laughs> come on out, you know. I'm save that kidding. evening. Yeah. Yeah. You and a lot of other people, you know. Yeah, and my sister said, be careful what you wish for. Well, I, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm going along with it. I didn't wish for anything, but uh, I'm, uh, it's going to be fun, whatever happens. I'm sure it will yeah. be. Well, coming up. Dr. Laura Vinipal of Professional Hearing Care, my audiologist, she offers help to deal with that ringing in your ears, if you've got that. Tom Anderson comes back to preview this weekend's World Championship Snowmobile Derby in Eagle River. The good news is they have ice and they are racing. And we'll kick things off with a look at ice fishing on the Madison chain with Pat Hasberg of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids, big and small, We have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340. 
or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Venipal from Professional Hearing Care, and I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health, and that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 608- Two nine two four nine one six, or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Well, with the cold weather we've seen across the state this past week, we thought it's probably a good idea to see what's going on in the Madison area. And joining us is Pat Hasberg, proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive on Madison's northeast side. His website is dsbait.com, and he posts a weekly fishing report every Friday morning on his Facebook page. Pat, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Hey, great to be here, Dan. Always a pleasure. Well, the last time we talked, there was no ice anywhere in the area, but I've been watching your Facebook page, and you've got ice there in Madison now. Yeah, I tell you what, it really came on quick with this cold weather. Cherokee Marsh, for instance, on Friday, it was an inch and a half, and by that Sunday, I drilled and found seven and a half inches in one spot. So it comes on quick when we get cold like this. Yeah, now, did the snow we got impact the ice, or did the snow come first and then the ice afterwards? Yeah, a little bit of both in the Madison area. We had a couple places, like Cherokee I mentioned, was skimmed over with an inch and a half of ice, and then we got all the snow on 14 to 19 inches, different reports that I've heard, so we really got pounded down here. But a lot of that snow weighed, uh, it was heavy, and it weighed the ice down, and a lot of it turned into slush, which then froze. So if you drill on any of the lakes here, you'll see a lot of white ice on top and then clear ice on the bottom. And that makes getting around on the ice a little difficult, doesn't it? It can, but in most cases that I've seen anyway, there's really just a small dusting of snow on top of most of the area waters, or no snow at all. It depends on where you're looking. Places like Mendota are in the process of freezing over. I believe they just declared Mendota froze over today, but there are definitely still a few goose holes and a few open patches out there. Mm-hmm. You know, those won't have any snow. Other areas just have a very little one. Yeah, well, where can people get out? Where are you hearing people are actually fishing now? It changes almost by the hour, it seems like, sometimes. But uh, folks are definitely on Cherokee Marsh here on the north side, down at the Triangles in Monona Bay, a very popular local ice fishing spot. They've got ice down there now, and folks have been getting out, getting some panfish and a few walleyes mixed in there. And then I just heard today, Wabisa, 
which I believe was open as recent as Saturday. So just a few days ago, they were running ATVs out over the main basin of that lake. So it's come on pretty quick. Now that is a fast turnaround, isn't it? The DNR will tell us ice is never safe, but this is sudden, and you say building ice every day. Do you think it's relatively safe to get out on these lakes? I would say so. I mean, the DNR is correct. Obviously, no ice is safe ice, and always use caution, but uh, the way that things are locking up here, we're moving into some thick ice quick, and and even though we're going to have a warm-up here, Later in the week, it's it's still going to be very, very cold at night and even during the day. We're going to have a lot of ice, say, by this weekend. Now, if somebody is new to ice fishing and wants to get out, it's important to carry some kind of safety equipment. What do you recommend, and do you have it in your shop? Absolutely. Uh, First off, I would recommend a a pair of safety picks. So those are are picks that go over your neck, and they're usually on kind of a corded system. And in, in the event that you go through, you can use those to kind of stab into the ice and pull yourself up. Another good thing to have with is a spud bar. So if you have any questions about what the ice might be, you can use a spud bar, which is a heavy chipper that you can kind of chip away at the ice in front of you and make sure it's not very thin. Other good things to carry with are a long length of rope, we have a couple options for something like that. Or uh, even uh, boat cushion style personal flotation device is a good thing to just have around in the event. You can at least toss it to somebody and keep them afloat that way. Yeah, for sure. I have had experience with spud bars telling us that, oh, you only got an inch and a half or two here, and then you just back up, retreat, and try to find another spot where you can walk safely on, you know, to get on or off the ice. The spud bar is always a great idea. I would imagine people are catching bluegills, huh? Yeah, Cherokee has been a little slow on the panfish side of things, but they're getting good numbers of pike up there. Monona Bay and the Triangles down there, they've been finding some good gills, not any real size, but, you know, some some folks are catching limits and keeping fish down there for sure. A couple of nice walleyes coming out of down there. Um, it's sort of a lesser-known kind of early ice walleye hotspot down there, so I, I've heard about a a guy got a 26-inch walleye down there the other day and lost a 30-inch walleye right at the hole. They're definitely getting fish. I'm surprised that he was able to measure it at the hole and then lose it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said it was about 30 inches. Yeah, about, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've all had that situation. Oh, yeah, it was that big. <laughs> well, <Right. laughs> uh, so you've got shipments of bait in, so you should be in pretty good shape for bait, aren't you? That's right. We're fully stocked here at the shop, just ready to rock and roll. Once this cold breaks, we're really going to be very, very busy at the shop. But we've already had brave souls that are getting out in this cold weather and getting fish, so that's encouraging. It's nice to see finally some ice come around here. And if someone is new to ice fishing, if you're parking at a public landing, you need some kind of permit, depending on where you are, right? That's right. Most of our launches are run by the county and the city here at Dane County, and those require a a lake access permit. Uh, Those are available online only, so if you just were to Google Dane County lake access permit, you can get one online that way. They do have kiosks at a lot of the county-run launches throughout Dane County, too, where you can just run a card right there and, and print out a little receipt you can put in your windshield. So there's a lot of options to get on the water, but yes, uh, for the most part, a lot of the launches around Dane County require uh, lake access permit. And what are your hours before we let you go? We're open 6 to 6 every day, uh, except Sunday we close at 5. Open at 6 every morning, and yeah, ready to help people get on the ice, got everything we need here at the shop, and of course, if anybody has any questions, we're happy to answer
Fantastic. Well, Pat, I'll let you go, and we'll be in touch uh, probably a couple more times this winter to see how things are going on the Madison Lakes. I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity, and, uh, yeah, thanks for the call. You bet. Pat Hasberg is the proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive in Madison. His website, dsbait.com. There's a link there to Facebook and other social media platforms, and he posts a weekly fishing report every Friday morning on his Facebook page, so check it out before you go out on the Madison Lakes. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Professional Hearing Care, LLC, with offices in Mauston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg, Wisconsin, is a full-service hearing health care clinic. Professional Hearing Care is the highest-rated practice in Wisconsin. Their website is profhearingcare.com. And joining me again now is the owner of Professional Hearing Care, audiologist Dr. Laura Vinipal. Dr. Vinipal, thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network. I'm happy to be back, Dan. Well, it's always great to talk to you and some folks know because they've been listening to this show. I have been working with you now since October. I came to your clinic in Westby after I spoke with several of your patients and I'm now wearing hearing aids that you and your staff prescribed, and I have to say, I can hear much better. I can't believe how much I've been missing all these years, and that's what you tell people, but you almost have to hear it to believe it. So I want to thank you for the treatment I've received from you and your staff, and I especially appreciate the personal attention and follow-up that you offer your patients. It's been a great experience, so thank you. You're very welcome. It's our pleasure, and that's what we pride ourselves on. You talk about fine-tuning the treatment to each patient's specific needs, and that's one thing I've learned. Not all hearing loss is the same. Can you talk about that? Yes. So each individual person has a different hearing capability or a loss. And so we take that and we make a prescription and then make it for you. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. So we do that on a combination of different ways. We take from objective test measurements, which I'm sure you remember, Dan, a lot of testing. And more importantly, we also receive our symptoms of our patients and really consult with them and where they're coming from. And that way we can make a plan together. We know most hearing loss is progressive in nature. It's progressive, it's degenerative, and so we know it's a lifelong journey. And that's part of our relationship building. We want to make sure we're taking the proper measurements and steps to ensure we're giving ultimately the brain the information it needs. Yes, that's clear to me now, but people who have never experienced the testing, and I, I should say that you use the term testing, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> there's nothing invasive. Yes, yes. You just listen to some sounds and, and indicate whether you hear them or not, and it's very interesting, and the results are telling. You can't deny if you don't hear something or if you don't hear it clearly. 
But you mentioned that hearing loss differs from person to person. What are the causes primarily of hearing loss? The causes most generally we see from the aging process, also noise exposure. So if there's any time a person, which we all are at some point, whether you've worked in factories, around firearms, just life in general, like vacuum cleaners, hair blowers, loud environments, music, all that stuff over time makes an impact. And then lastly, genetically, we can't change our genetics. Just like everything else in life, you know, health conditions, some people are more predisposed to having some hearing loss compared to others. Those are our most common types of hearing loss, and that's why I speak in a general term that hearing loss is, we say, a progressive degenerative disorder because most of our hearing loss is in that hearing nerve. Mm -hmm. And in my case, of course, aging is a factor. I'm no spring chicken anymore, but loud noise, uh, as you know, and many listeners know, I was on a high school rifle team. We didn't use hearing protection. Uh, I've been a hunter all my life. Uh, I do cover my ears now when I'm shooting, but the damage was done. And, yeah, I went to a few rock concerts in my day. And uh, one of your patients we talked to last month, Odell Silverson, was in a rock band. And some of your patients are farmers, and I've talked to them. And they drove tractor uh, out in the open air, not these modern tractors with the enclosed cabs and uh, their own sound system, you know. So there are many ways that we, that I and people of my generation have been exposed to noise that have got to play a role in harming our hearing. But I want to get to your new book, which you co-authored with Dr. Keith Darrow. He's a neuropsychologist and an audiologist trained at Harvard and MIT. He's got some amazing credentials. The book is Life Beyond Tinnitus. This is something else that we've talked about, and you know that I've suffered from that for many, many years. And for folks who don't know, tinnitus is a ringing in the ears, or at least that's the way we describe it. Talk about your work with Keith Darrow and this book and tinnitus. Yeah, Dr. Keith Darrow, like you hit it on the head, he's an amazing researcher, scientist, but the most thing I like about him, and he's become a great colleague over my, the years and been a mentor to me, is his passion and his desire to help educate the community. And his happens to be on a national level. Ours, of course, in Wisconsin, is trying to impact more people and get the word out. So we have the same mission, and it's education. And in this case, it happens to come through a form of a book because I found that when my patients came to my practice, my doors, or even if they didn't make it to the doors, they might have been surfing on the Internet or gave us a call. There's so many people that say, I was told there's nothing that can be done. We know that there's not any cure. I think I want to be very clear. There's no cure for tinnitus, but there are treatment options, and we see success rates of over 80%. And so tinnitus affects so many different people in so many different ways. And so I thought, even if they aren't willing to come in yet to book an appointment, can I educate them through a form of a book? And that's what kind of just started this process. So I needed some of the knowledge from Dr. Keith, and together we collaborated, and here it is. It's out and available, and I'm always happy to give a copy out because that's just what we do here. 
I also, I, I just have a good stat to share that their estimates of 50 million American adults who live with tinnitus and 1.5 billion people worldwide. So I say that because a lot of people feel like, oh, am I the only one who suffers from this? And it's all ages, all people. So you're not alone. And I think it's a, a great way to start, you know, by reading the book to know what options are out there. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned all ages because I've been around a long time and I've had tinnitus for many years, this ringing. But my son, John, who is a regular, he's a regular guest on the show and he's just 49. But he told me a couple years ago, yeah, I've got this ringing in my ear. So it's not just old people, is it? No. In fact, we typically see tinnitus in a little bit younger demographic than hearing loss. Like your son, it's more common. And not that you can't, but usually like, like you shared, Dan, sometimes when you get a little bit older, you, you are, you just said it. I experienced it long before I noticed difficulties hearing. It's usually a precursor down the pike. It is more common in young people to summarize. And I suppose loud noises again, shooting and rock concerts and maybe headphones that you don't turn down, those are factors that can contribute to tinnitus. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. And tinnitus, you know, all those same things, some medication, you know, there's other life factors. Tinnitus is increased sometimes with other external things like stress, caffeine, alcohol, not always, but it's a more comprehensive gamut, I guess. Got it. Well, before we let you go, your new book is available, and you are going to be doing a series of book signings and appearances. A symposium is scheduled for February 29th in Westby at the library there. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So, as I said, our main goal is to educate, 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 and um, we found the best is always to do it in person. Come and meet us. Uh, we're kicking off the year in Westby. We're doing it at the library. It's in their community center downstairs. It's set up for February 29th at 10 o'clock. We'll do a short presentation, and that presentation is going to be stuff exactly like you and I have been talking about over this series. Like, how does the ear work? How does the ear and brain work? Um, it's a great way to do a meet and greet. And then I will also be doing book signings and a copy of uh, my new book. So we'd love to have you come out. All right. Well, I am going to try to make it there, and I hope a lot of listeners in the area do. We have listeners all across Wisconsin and nationally with the Internet, but we've got listeners on uh, stations in in uh, Viroqua and La Crosse and Madison. So, you know, we, we may have some of our listeners show up there. Yes, there is a spot to register online, which is phclive.com. Or, of course, you can call our office to get more information, too. Okay. Well, Dr. Venipal, we will mention that again. I thank you so much for sharing this information with my listeners and for helping me turn my hearing around and uh, and improve it. So uh, we'll talk again, I'm sure, with you or with one of your associates. And I hope to see you and I hope to see others in Westby on the 29th of February. Thank you so much. Thank you.
Dr. Laura Venepoel, she's an audiologist, the owner of Professional Hearing Care, LLC, as we mentioned. You can learn more at profhearingcare.com, or you can register or learn about this event we just mentioned in Westby at phcliveevent.com. And if you want more information, give them a call at 608-292-4916, 608-292-4916. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. Sun, 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 fun, 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 sun, 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 every kind of boat under the sun. That boat show music is back, and so is Wisconsin's largest boat show. Everything from family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, luxury pontoons, and more Great Lakes cruisers and motor yachts. We have the boats. Shop for skis, boards, and tubes at the Tubers Truck Load Sale. Check MilwaukeeBoatShow.com, January 19 through 28, State Fair Park. Okoboji, Iowa has thousands of acres of lakes for fishing and public land for hunting, making it Iowa's best outdoor playground all year long. Start planning your next trip to Okoboji for fishing, hunting, swimming, or camping in one of our state parks. When you get off the water, enjoy our many locally owned restaurants and attractions, making Okoboji a favorite destination for your entire family. Plan your next trip at vacationokoboji.com. Okoboji, Iowa's best outdoor playground. Are you putting off treating your hearing loss for you or a loved one because you can't afford it? Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Venepoel from Professional Hearing Care, and I'm telling you that you couldn't be further away from the truth. I believe that everyone should have access to hearing health care and improve cognitive health, and that's why we offer our affordable treatment plan. Our team is dedicated to taking the stigma and cost of hearing loss out of the picture. For a free consultation, call 608 608- or visit our website at www.profhearingcare.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Among other claims to fame, Eagle River, Wisconsin is the home of the World Championship Snowmobile Derby, and the Derby Complex is located just north of town. They've got a number of events going on this winter, including the World Championship Derby, known as the Indy 500 of snowmobile racing, and that's going on right now, as you hear this probably. And it brings about 40,000 people to Eagle River. Their website is derbycomplex.com. And joining me from the Derby is Tom Anderson, co-owner and CEO of the Derby Complex, and a voice we've had on the show, but it's been a couple of years. Tom, welcome back, and thanks for joining us. Yes, I appreciate that. You're a busy guy this week with the Derby. Winter has finally arrived here in Wisconsin, and you're able to do it. Uh, were you guys a little nervous, I'd say, two, three weeks ago? Dan, that's an understatement. A little nervous is, man, these guys run on ice. They don't run on snow. They're called snowmobiles. But, oh, gosh, 50 years ago, we switched over from running on snow, which they all tore apart and you couldn't have a racing surface, to running on ice. We'll dump about 1.6 million gallons of water on the track and the parking and the pits and the kids' track every winter. 
We started in December to doing it, first part of December, and then we lost it because of the warm temperatures, and we started again, and we lost it again. We did that four times. We finally, now this last two weeks, have been able to lay ice and keep it. We're looking good at this point now. When it gets down below zero, we can make ice really quick. I'll bet you can. And Well, that's good news for you folks, the folks who are trail riders, whether they're snowmobilers or skiers uh, and the resorts that depend on them. They're hurting right now still because there isn't a lot of snow, but you've, you've got the ice, and that's that's good. This is the 61st World Championship, I understand? That's right, 61 years. Started back in 1964 on Fowler Lake. It's called a small uh, lake. Yes, and for folks who've never been to it, the, the Derby, tell us about it. It's an oval track. You mentioned it's ice-covered. It's a uh, half-mile high-banked oval. It's sitting in the middle of 31 acres with parking all over the place. Uh, we have 14 corporate viewing suites that line the uh, corners of the track. We have an 800-seat heated indoor two-story covered grandstand. We have a full uh, food license. There's quite a production that goes on here. We have a small track for the kids to race on, a kitty cat track. And that's a crazy time. As soon as those kids get going, they are fun to watch. Quite a process here we've got going on. It's three nights. Friday night, Thunder starts it. All day Saturday, qualifying for Sunday, Sunday finals. And then Sunday afternoon, the big world championship race. And we follow that immediately then with a 130-lap enduro race. One sled, two drivers, 130 laps. Wow. Well, now, who races in the World Championship? There is a group of real fine professional racers that run that World Championship. There's probably 25 or 30 that enter to qualify for it, and we Saturday cut that down to the top 10, and that top 10 will hit the starting line. There is a last-chance qualifier on Sunday morning to fill two more spots. So when the race starts, there's 10 professional, real high-class drivers sitting on the uh, starting line with two of them lined up about 20 yards behind it. The last chance people. Uh-huh. Are these customized sleds or are they production sleds that they use? The World Championship sled is a semi-production customized snowmobile. It's called a Formula F3. It's the same sled that the consumer can go into the dealership and buy. But the guys tie the suspensions down. They change the, uh, the exhausting a little bit. They change some of the valving on the shock absorbers. That's about it. There's no big motor builds. It's a 600cc motor. Uh, these guys got tremendous torque coming out of the corners. I'll bet. And it speeds down the straightaways with them. Yeah, what kind of speed are we talking? They'll be doing, they'll be hitting 95, 98 on the straightaways, and they go into the corners at that speed, and they come out of the corners probably around 85. Yeah, that's fast. Now, what are they burning? Pump gas. It's all pump gas. No kidding. Okay. These guys are right on the edge all the way straightaways and especially in the corners. 
So a comparison to the Indy 500 or Formula One racing in general is appropriate then? Yes, more like Formula One racing. Uh, it's very competitive, especially in the corners. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Where do 40,000 people stay in Eagle River? I'm sure they are. When I'm up there and I get to Eagle River several times a year, we usually stay at the Wild Eagle Lodge, which is just north of town on the chain. Wild Eagle is one of our major sponsors. They're great people to work with. We enjoy their uh, their uh, working with us for their hospitality. They uh, donate some rooms to our staff. Great people to work with at the Wild Eagle. They certainly are. They are, in fact, the official resort of the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV show that I do every year. So, yeah, we know them well and, and like them a lot. You've got other events going on this winter after this weekend. Tell us about some of those. Traditionally, Dan, we run the vintage races before the Derby. However, this year, with the weather conditions we've had in December, we were unable to make ice to be able to run vintage first and become right back-to-back with it with the Derby. So we had a major decision to make back in late December, and we had an open weekend in February. So we moved the Vintage People, which runs about uh, 800 entries, to February 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. Give us another week to build the track for the Derby. The Derby is 61 years. That's the big thing around here. That's the big kahana around here. That's the one we have to have. Yeah. Vintage was moved to the 8th, 9th, and 10th of February giving us another weekend. It worked out great. we got cold weather coming in. We've got a great-looking track for Derby. Wonderful. That'll give us, then, three weeks to rebuild the track, which, with the typical weather we have, will be fine. They'll be able to work very well with it. Not a problem. Then we have two weeks after that, we come with World Series, the uh, 23rd, 24th, 25th, rather, of February, which is kind of an encore to the Derby because most of the guys that come to the World Series are the guys that raced in the late model derby stuff. Derby's all late model. A vintage starts in 1973 and goes up to 85. Okay. What is the legend laps, then? This is going to be the third year of legend laps, and this was something that our race director, Greg Marchback, did, came up with. There are a lot of old racers, retired racers, and they have a lot of the old, iconic race machinery sitting in their garage. And it came about talking about let's get that out and run it again we'd like to get back on the track so we made it legend laps legend drivers coming in want to come back again they don't race anymore they're technically retired it's not a race it's more of a demonstration type thing or exhibition you'd call it they go out on the track one or two or three at a time not up a starting line but just the late entrance onto the track and they get six laps to run around in and recreate their old memories cool that's cool. It's been fun to see the old guys come back, and they love it. They're back on the track again. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Well, before we let you go, people can get tickets to any of your events online. Can they still get tickets for the rest of this weekend if they listen to this on oh, yes. Saturday? Oh, yes. Tickets are available. Our hot seats are sold out, as are our corporate suites. But tickets are available. Standing room on the track. They're on the sidelines. No problems. We have a great day on Sunday for temperature. Beautiful. 
Wonderful. Well, Tom, thank you so much. I know you're a busy guy this week with the Derby, and I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, and I hope you have a great weekend. It sounds like you've got the conditions you need, and we'll catch up with you again. It's good to talk to you. Hey, you bet, Dan. Good talking to you again, my friend. Take care. Yes, sir. Tom Anderson, co-owner and CEO of the Snowmobile Derby up there in Eagle River. The main event is going on this weekend. There are more events, as you've heard. You can learn all about it. Get tickets at derbycomplex.com. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Okoboji, Iowa has thousands of acres of lakes for fishing and public land for hunting, making it Iowa's best outdoor playground all year long. Start planning your next trip to Okoboji for fishing, hunting, swimming, or camping in one of our state parks. When you get off the water, enjoy our many locally owned restaurants and attractions, making Okoboji a favorite destination for your entire family. Plan your next trip at vacationokoboji.com. Okoboji, Iowa's best outdoor playground. Sun, 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 fun, 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 sun, 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 every kind of boat under the sun. That boat show music is back, and so is Wisconsin's largest boat show. Everything from family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, luxury pontoons, and more Great Lakes cruisers and motor yachts. We have the boats. Shop for skis, boards, and tubes at the Tubers Truck Load Sale. Check MilwaukeeBoatShow.com, January 19th through 28th, State Fair Park. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelmer, brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And they're offering huge rebates on new crest liners and deals on other boats as well. They're at the Milwaukee Boat Show with more than 40 boats on display through next weekend, the show is open every day except Monday and Tuesday, January 22nd and 23rd. Check out their website for details. We're also brought to you by Professional Hearing Care, LLC of Mauston, La Crosse, Westby, and Fitchburg, PROFHearingCare.com. And if our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, is not airing where you happen to live, you can always watch past episodes at MilwaukeePBS.org. And the last several years of the Deer Hunt Wisconsin shows are archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel. And our uh, radio show that you're listening to now can be found online. If you've downloaded it, thank you. You can check it out at lake-link.com. Go to the outdoor radio page there. Download it there. You can check out the outdoor news website. It's outdoornews.com slash podcast, and you'll find us there. Dan is on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. I'm there at Hardwater Jeff. And this is your last chance to enter the drawing to wear, a, to win a pair of tickets to the Milwaukee Boat Show this week at State Fair Park. 
Call 414-297-7554 or email dsoradio at gmail.com. Be sure to leave your name, number, and email address however you reach us and mention Boat Show Tickets. Again, 414-297-7554 or dsoradio at gmail.com. We will notify winners by phone or email and your tickets will be held at Will Call at the west entrance to the Expo Center. And this is the day of the uh, 13th annual Randy and Janine Memorial Fishery. If you're listening to this on Saturday, the 20th, this is a benefit for Abate, Wisconsin. It's going on at Knuckleheads Bar and Grill on Little Cedar Lake near West Bend. And it's an ice fishing event, but you don't have to fish. There's also a cash raffle and a meat raffle. So come on out. I'll be there from noon to 5 today, and then we'll get you home in time to watch the Packers do to the 49ers what they did to those uh, cowgirls last week. So, Go Packer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Don't. Um, wouldn't that be cool? That would be just so totally wild if that happens and <laughs> it would be. I, I wouldn't put it past them i'm sure the niners are going um gee we didn't expect that anyway <laughs> yeah. and the dnr is offering several learn to ice fish events in february for details on these visit the dnr website keywords learn to fish and if you're looking ahead to spring turkey season Wisconsin's turkey commander Lauren Voss is presenting a free Learn to Hunt Turkeys seminar on Tuesday, February 27th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at the Horicon Education and Visitor Center. That's on Highway 28, just north of Horicon. The event is sponsored by the Wisconsin DNR and raised at full draw. Everyone's welcome. They'd like you to register. For more information, visit raisedatfulldraw.com. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. Warren and friends have a full schedule of concerts this winter, including one this Sunday, January 21st at 3 p.m. at the Harbor Table in Washburn. For information and updates on his performances, visit warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Jeff, good luck in the qualifier. Thanks, Dan. And folks, get outside this weekend, get down to the boat show, or come on out to Knuckleheads on Little Cedar Lake. Be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. When the worms go dry in the coffee can, honey, I'll be true.